everyone. Welcome back to another session of Parallel Barking. Uh, I'm Larry Backer, and I'm here with my daughter, Ariana. We will be barking in parallel. Uh, and if we're lucky, it'll be kind of fun. If not, then you'll go, oh my God, they really chose badly. But today, I think we, we will have an exciting uh, day. And this is one in which uh, my daughter, who is constantly trying to drag me back into the 21st century, uh, may or may not be successful. We're going to be talking TikTok, and we're going to be talking TikTok challenges. Yeah! Um, yay! Um, and I have to confess, TikTok is not uh, among my go-to things when I'm either bored or nervous or I need something other than, I guess, uh, 100 years ago, it would have been a cigarette. Uh, 70 years ago, it might have been a beer. I don't know what it is 30 years ago, but nowadays you open your phone up to some app and then you um, you do something. Right. If you live on the West Coast, you might choke some bud. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> well, we're, let's keep it on TikTok. Let's keep it on TikTok. Girl. Okay, TikTok. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be talking about TikTok challenges. Um, we, I, I, we've become interested in this for a couple of reasons. One is the extraordinary range, the creative range of challenges. And two, the way in which these challenges, um, especially when they are involving uh, school kids, high school kids or elementary school kids, uh, tend to uh, be fairly, uh, let's, let's try to be neutral here, uh, fairly challenging to <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> to the structure, order, framework, and principles around which the relationship between children and adults, between the institutions of society and the individual, between those who must learn and those who are imparting learning are going to be arranged. So that's yeah. what we're gonna talk about. They're so, so rebellious. TikTok is such a great tool of rebellion. Yeah, so talk to us about some of these TikTok school challenges and then I'll, I'll I, I, I want to look at some of the other more interesting ones. Okay, so so one one of the challenges that brought this to the forefront was slap a staff member, um, which is one of the challenges that was on a a list that we found um, for the the twenty twenty one challenges. I guess it's it's I'm not even that sure because I'm old, obviously. It's like the challenge, TikTok challenges list, um, monthly list of challenges. And I- Right, right, but as, as, as I understand it, what happens is that there's a, a rotating list of things that, uh, that school kids, these yes. are, um, these are uh, not post-secondary kids, but kids in primary, middle, yes. and secondary school. <laughs> are challenged to do in and around and through schools. Yes. Everything from stealing something to slapping a, a staff member to ditching school to whatever. Yes. Yeah. And then you film you film yourself on TikTok with some awesome background music and um you know whoever does the most creative rendition wins, obviously. Now I think that that's the most interesting part for me. Um, and that is the filming part. <laughs> and, well, I mean, if, if we think about it, what is TikTok? TikTok is, in a sense, it's two things at once. One of them is 
very self-reflective. You don't exist unless you can record yourself. And um, the recording is what makes this, what gives it life mm -hmm. effectively. So if it was just slap a teacher and you're um, half a dozen kids who are in on it or who know or who be aghast see it, it has less impact than if you film it and then you become a star. You become famous for two seconds, maybe at least uh, among a bigger audience or more, or more interesting, perhaps you exist. You exist and you've recorded your existence and you've recorded your existence in a way that titillates your peers and that challenges your not peers. But it's the, it's the recording of it that, that I think I find really fascinating. Do you think all of this would, I guess there'd be different ways of doing this without the filming, but it's the filming and circulation that, that I think is the most interesting part of the phenomenon. I think not only the filming, but also the, the creativity that you, that you layer on top of the activity. So it's not just that you slap, <laughs> You, you slap a staff member. It has to be all this pomp and circumstance that you add on the slap. It, yeah, but but you're, you're, I mean, in a sense, you're being creative. And so yeah. that's why I wanted to, to, to challenge you on that one. You are being creative in the product that you make, but you're also being quite passive because you are in a null state. You're kind of like a lump until you receive an instruction in the form of a challenge. And so you sit there ah. like a lump you, you sit there like a lump of stone in a stream and then all of a sudden you're activated when this thing, you know, the magical word comes up. So it's really like magic. Um, there's a, uh, an invocation challenge. And then all of a sudden something that's lifeless comes to life, but that it doesn't really live until it films itself doing it, right? And so there's an element of passivity in this hugely passive, I, I'm certainly not going to be creative on my own. And I'm, and then the creativity is at the margins. It's about the thing, the challenge, right? But it doesn't really exist. It doesn't really become effective. It isn't fully realized until it's recorded. And there's an element there of self-pleasuring, uh, but also of pleasing others. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So here's my question. So we're talking about all of this. And as I'm saying this, I'm going, wait a minute, I've heard all of this before. I've heard all of this before. This sounds like the traditional from the, the perspective of, I guess, I, I don't know if we call it cultural anthropology before or, or, or sociology. This is traditional hero stories. This is a hero story, right? A hero is an inactive person or someone who comes to something reluctantly, who is given a task or a challenge or is thrust into a position that is challenging or a task, right? And then has to overcome it. And to the extent that he doesn't, he becomes a hero martyr. To the extent he does, he becomes a hero who then goes off in triumph. Well, I guess it actually depends on where that challenge is coming from, because if that challenge is coming from an evil place. So like if that challenge is coming from Hades or from, it's all about perspective, right? If that challenge is coming from a place where we we deem um, 
uh, it's not, you know, it, it, it's not, it, it's evil. It's, it's not where we want. Well, not not evil, but certainly, certainly against if, if you take the the protagonist as good because you've named him protagonist right and necessarily the opposite is evil but let's and thank you because that was where i was going next what happens if we flip this so you've got these tiktok challenges right and we assume right and this is actually weird too that the hero or the positive or the driving force is the person who is filming but what if in fact the real object or person or hero, the thing of interest is not the person who is slapping the faculty member or who's ditching, but the object of the filming. That is the person who is not in on the challenge. Person getting slapped? Right, it's that person and the reaction is a person victim, hero, a fodder, a, um, a, a thing, an object against which you project yourself. What is what is that person? Is that are you thinking really about yourself? Are you are you getting scared that you're going to get slapped as a professor in college? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. It it it. Um, you know, and in post secondary institutions, that would be actually quite interesting. That would be. Um, I would. I would actually be interested in seeing. That. Well, but you know, but again, it's a it's a double tiered thing because there's two things going on, right? There are two realities that are going on simultaneously. One of them is the is occurring in physical space, right? The faculty member gets slapped, but the other is going on in virtual space. That is the filming of the slap and the response, which as we now mm -hmm. know, having uh, seen this over and over and over again, both in the United States and in Western Europe uh, and in other places, the filming of it takes on a life of its own. And the way you edit it, editing out things, adding things, as you mentioned, uh, music and other things that then manage the viewer's interaction with the thing um, uh, filmed or, or, just, or put up may create a very different reality, a very different interaction than the thing occurring in physical space. So in a sense, what these challenges do is they create a double, a, 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 a kind of double reality, that thing that occurs and is gone what happens in real space and real time, and then this thing that exists forever, which is the carefully curated- Yeah, edited, very managed sound, reality. Right, with sound and, and done for the, for the perspective, from the perspective of, or to further the interests and aims of not all of the parties who are involved in this thing. But whoever is managing that. Right, right. That vision. Right. And in a sense, then what, what winds up happening is that you have a superhumanization of the filmer and a dehumanization of its object, of the filmer's object. And oh, so, no. No. And so, in a sense, these TikTok challenges are actually uh, probably among the most dehumanizing, not necessarily in the physical interaction, right, 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 right. Beings, but 
no one really cares. That is a moment in time which disappears and in fact ceases to exist because the only reality that exists on a more or less, uh, on a more permanent basis is that which is distilled in the video and then circulated in TikTok. And even that can be fractured, right? Because you can take these TikTok videos and then re-edit them, or you can create montages. You can, so all of a sudden you've got these bizarre, not bizarre, but, but quite transformative realities in which all of these people, including the ones who filmed it, if you start putting them all together, um, become nothing more than flat two-dimensional objects in the service of whatever it is that the current creator of this reality intends for as long as it's possible to do that. Well, that scares me because that makes me think that is what the metaverse is going to become. That that is what the metaverse is. That that is it's going to be just this constructed reality. And oh, you worry about you worry about our virtual demon over overlords, do you? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you just basically described what is and, to come. and in a sense, right? But if you think about it, in a sense, they're not human either. Right, because the the humanity of this thing comes and goes in the instant that you realize the video, right? The recording of the thing that is the culmination and endpoint of the human of the human element. Beyond that, you have humans or you don't even need humans anymore. You can do this through um, through programming, right? This these are now just bits of data, right? And all of a sudden, you the humanity of this thing is ringed out. It is flattened, and what you have are images which are then projected back from above because it really is hierarchical uh, from above to then manage, right? The people who are in their own bizarrely blind way, then contributing to their to the the their own dehumanization. Yeah. Right. Each in their own way. So they're human for an instant. They <laughs> exist in that moment of TikToking and they exist, they they come out of suspended animation or they come out of the uh, lived human reality, which apparently doesn't exist in the TikTok universe only in that instant that they are roused by the challenge, right, to film. And then the minute the filming is over and it is managed and edited, right, then it disappears. Although some might argue that it lives on for the, the viral streaming. So until that viral streaming, until those streams um, die down, Right. It lives. No, absolutely. But what's alive? You're absolutely right, Ariana. You're absolutely, I, I completely agree with you. But what's alive now? Right, right. What, what is that life? What is that? Are, are you living that? Or is that, is that a, that's you a projection? Or, or no, you are the image of you. That or is the projection. Becomes, that is right. the image projection right. of what the projection, right, happened. The yeah. Right. The, the projection becomes a reality. No. And indeed, if it's streamed long enough, the reality becomes ridiculously irrelevant. Mm. 
we've already begun to see this in how many, you know, how many times uh, when our uh, social media demon overlords uh, and our demon overlords from the press and the other uh, great institutions of managing populations will make choices about and then weave narratives based on, right? A set of flattening decisions about a reproduction of what it is they are reporting, chronicling, analyzing, uh, but really become nothing more than extensions of themselves projected outwards to the readers, um, but given form through the thing that they are purporting to chronicle, report, analyze, and, and the like. We're all subject to this, and that brings us to the bigger question. When we look at TikTok histories, how can we distinguish we have TikTok challenges? How we, can we distinguish this from history making? I, I mean, that's, I was thinking like in the future, we're going to listen to this and think, wow, we were nuts and so far behind. What were we thinking? Of course, this is the way it was going to be. Um, reality, of course, is just a representation of what we're doing. It's just we, we don't really care about what we're doing in real life. What we no, really I care about is the representation of what we're doing, and that's what matters. So that's really what is going to matter in, in the future. That's where we're going. That That is what I see happening. That That is what I, I see. It, I see reality not, not being an issue. It, it's not going to matter. I, I feel it's, like- It's right. It's the chronicle. Yes. It's the chronicle. It's, the, um, it's what is left. Uh, mm -hmm. in, a, in a horrible kind of biological way, mm -hmm. is it is what is produced after um, mechanisms. Yes. Oh, we are old. They we pick, are old news. They pick, they cook, they consume, and then what comes out of that process is all that's left. We are here to service the the metaverse. Honestly for the future like that, oh my that God, is we really must bend the knee then to metaversians that's that is my view of the future well when we're recorded forever and when we're we're not there yet certainly but we'll be um, but there right but it's interesting to see and and you know and looking back this isn't just coming out of the blue because what it, it's really doing is now taking and reshaping and uh, and effectively metastasizing um, sort of patterns of behavior and patterns of interaction for collective meaning making that are as old as human collectives. Yeah. But technology now changes it because in a sense, we were limited by our ability to, <clears throat> the, the ability to transmit. We had canvas, we had uh, our voices, we had chroniclers, we had bards, we had books, right? But now we have videos and worse, like books in a sense, but again, metastasized, right? When you chronicle, the extent to which that chronicling is more about you 
than or the way you understand or impose meaning on things or the way in which you deliberately and strategically do that as opposed to the thing that you see the camera is not neutral in that sense uh, now becomes enhanced and transformed in, in really quite interesting ways um, not merely and this is the last thing i'm going to ask you not merely in the hands of our overlords <laughs> but in a sense these challenges suggest that um, until they can learn to control this, uh, that is our overlords, um, it is to some extent a, um, a horribly democratizing way of seeking to wrest reality making from those who might want to have a monopoly on it. If reality is what is visually or audibly recorded and then transmitted, these challenges are a way, um, even at a very young age, for people effectively to raise their middle finger to power. That's exactly right. And that's kind of why I was saying this is a lovely tool of rebellion. Um, you know, even even if it is a little bit silly at times, I think that's part or of dangerous. it. Or dangerous. Dangerous, dangerous. I think horrible. that's part of it. I think part of it is being dangerous and and that's part of the middle finger it's just like yeah it is dangerous and that's why we're doing it because you know fuck you <laughs> no naughty language no <laughs> we're barking in parallel or not here well, i'm so. horrified i'm horrified you meant um um a horrible thing to yourself yes yeah Ah, all uh -huh. right yeah <laughs> all right any last words i'm just interested to see what happens in the future well you won't see it unless it's recorded will you <laughs> i right. will freeze my head like <laughs> no that's already been done that's a great episode of um oh what was that that old um, ass movie futurama. i don't know no futurama oh yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. This, this is a gratuitous plug for futurama well ahead <laughs> it's time all right with that goodbye ariana goodbye